0: Read about the Northern Wrestling Federation in the book presented by Russellville.com, The, the Pro Wrestling, Wrestling Fault, Volume 2. Hear the story of Roger Ruffin, The Man Who Trained, Carl Anderson, Anderson The Monster Abyss, Abyss Jordan, Clearwater, Jordan Clearwater, Chris Harrison, Harrison Jillian, Jillian Hall.
1: Plus, 45 other short stories including Jazz, Bobby Eaton, Kamala, Thunder Rosa, Mario Mancini, Scott Casey, PJ Black, Kerry Morton, Sal Renaro, Jeremiah Plunkett, Colby Carino, Bam Bam Malone, and many others. Get your book today at
0: Russellville.com. Russellville, it's where wrestling lives. Are you a fan of pro wrestling, comedy, and combat sports? Then we have the podcast for you because we cover that and much, much more. Do you like to debate
1: with your friends? Do we have the perfect segment for you? It's the 531 where we take any given subject break it down to a top five from there we debate it down
0: to three and then into that number one
1: spot if you want to get a hold of us find us on our social media. search working fans podcast on any major social media platform and if you want to find the podcast search for us on any major podcast platform as
0: well as youtube
1: working fans podcast we put in the work so you don't have to
0: all right, everybody, it's the combat cast. The man, they call Dave. Sheva and we're going to talk about all kinds of uh, stuff that are happening news-wise. All right, Sheva let's talk about what we got coming up.
1: (laughs) All right, December 3rd, we're going to be previewing UFC Fight Night Thompson versus Holland. Very good fight. I'm looking forward to that one. Then December 10th, we'll be previewing UFC 282 Petroska versus Teixeira 2. That card's filling out pretty nice. And then later on in the month, December 17th, UFC Fight Night Cannoneer versus Strickland
0: yes and dover versus bobby green we can talk about that later if you want but that got added so super cool
1: yeah 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 that's a great great matchup between those two and that'll be an exciting fight for sure
0: so me and chevy talked about it doing a little something different here i did not see this past ufc's uh fight night i was for uh i was in new jersey watching the AEW event also throwing up on the side of the road as i told my man here <laughs> it was a long weekend but a fun one and people hear that they're gonna think like i'm drinking or something it's like yeah nah, no no it ain't like that have <laughs> 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 joe drives rough it was a bumpy ride huh? <laughs> but uh yeah so uh it, we're gonna talk a little bit about this we'll do a little pfl and then we'll talk about Uh, some UFC news and stuff going around because I feel like that's stuff that we're gonna sink our teeth into a little bit so first why don't you tell me about this fight night card and let's see if I got any questions for you
1: (laughs) all right so let's start off with the bad news from this card obviously the main event got pulled in the middle of the card I uh, texted you to let you know and uh, that would the black beast after making weight, he had some sort of stomach issues or something. He's been cleared to fight since. So obviously it was nothing super serious, but he was unable to fight on the card, which was already a pretty weak card. So it did put a damper for sure. We'll, we'll start from the beginning, just the main event, Jack Della Madalena versus Daniel Roberts. I was super excited for this one and it went basically exactly how I thought it was going to happen. Jack Super powerful. He kind of just marched Danny Roberts down. He was landing a lot of the body shots. He got the finish in the first
0: round. We talked about this before going into this. I remember this about Danny Roberts. One of the things I was worried about was that he, and I know some of the problem was out of his hands, which is he's an England fighter and the pandemic, but he has not been very active in the last few years.
1: Right. That definitely makes a difference for sure. But I still think even if he had all the time in the world in the cage before yeah. this, he would have got run over, unfortunately. No no disrespect to him. I just yeah, think no. that Made Elena is on a different level. I would imagine they should give him some sort of high level wrestler next. Maybe, you know, push him along a little bit uh, on the fast track. Because he's looked excellent in all of his fights. All right, let's move on. Andre Fialho versus Muslim Salikov. This was a fight I said was flying under the radar, and it it was a pretty good fight, but not exactly the uh, barn burner that I thought we're going to get. Andre landed a few good shots in the first round. He had Muslin's eye all swollen up and hmm. busted, but the momentum shifted in the second round. Salikov came out, and he was landing at will, basically, on Andre. So uh, you
0: he think landed Andre a bunch of stuff out.
1: No, he, he just was... It was just technically Salikov was just a better fighter on the feet. I You know, Andre didn't look quite himself, and he always relies on his chin for sure and it held up pretty well but eventually Salakoff landed a wheel kick yeah. to his face actually it was a second one he had landed one earlier that was a glancing blow kind of but he landed a wheel kick that stunned andre and then Salakoff followed up with punches and the fight got stopped andre uh protested immediately but i think it was a good stoppage for sure all right we're we're gonna keep moving this was not a super exciting card (laughs) chase sherman versus waldo cortez acosta this was a fight i was very excited for and it did not quite live up to what i thought was gonna happen i was saying that whoever got touched first was going to probably go to sleep well i was i was wrong this went to decision uh and if it went to decision i thought that chase sherman was gonna win yeah but you know,
0: Waldo. <laughs>
1: Waldo's looking great. He, he is a prospect for sure. I, I'm still not, you know, sold on him, you know, being the next great thing. He definitely has things to work on, but uh, he has a lot of power and he puts everything behind all those punches. But I, I think I was more impressed with Chase Sherman's chin and the way he took those punches for sure throughout the fight. But yeah. Bummer of a fight for sure.
0: Quick question. So he's not, I believe he's going to be 9-0 now. Uh, I haven't looked at it, but I remember he had only had like eight fights going in. So, and Sherman has a lot more experience. Do you think a guy, like, maybe this is the way to go for him. Like, maybe you fight a guy like Andre Avaloski next to. Maybe keep fighting, like, experienced heavyweights. So by the time he gets there with more dangerous fighters, he'll at least... I don't know, you know. Yeah, it's
1: not a bad call to if you want to bring him up properly. You know, the sure. UFC doesn't always want to do that, but he he is exciting for sure. So he could be a fan favorite. He's very powerful. I kind of see him as a uh more technical um Greg Hardy who also mm-hmm. fought at the weekend, but you know. And he won, but that's boxing. Like so <laughs> yeah, he was like 94 pounds heavier than the guy thought. So I don't even want to talk about that fight. But yeah. I kind, I kind of see Waldo as that. You know, he came from a different sport. He used to be a baseball player. He had like a hundred mile an hour fastball in baseball. Hmm. Um, so he has. The athleticism that's required for another sport and he uses that to throw those punches and they're super powerful but he definitely has things to work on um i, I like to see him against somebody that's going to grapple him as well i think he would struggle for sure with that all right we're going to move on to our main event what ended up being our main event uh kennedy in Chekwu uh versus ian kutalaba so another great win for kennedy but I really think that Kudalabar could have finished him. There was a point in the fight where he had him hurt and up against the cage, and for some reason he shot for a double double leg to take him down. And he did get him down, but he didn't really do any damage or he didn't progress the fight at all that way. If he had just, you know, he hurt him, and if he had just made a little bit of space and made Kennedy come to him, he could have finished him potentially. But, um, you know. Instead, he ended up getting hit with a flying knee and finished himself. So another great win for Kennedy. That's a lot of uh, bad losses for Kutalaba. But I'm not sure. He's been in all these fights until he's not. So I I don't know if the UFC will cut him. I hope not. He is an exciting fighter. He definitely can get wins against these guys. He just needs to hone that finishing.
0: For maybe sure. a change of pace uh change of pace uh will help oh look at this can you guys talk aspen lad and julia but we are going to talk about
1: we that. are we're gonna get to that we're gonna start the pfl card right now actually so yeah let's, let's, let's uh cruise through some of these earlier fights magomed magomed karamoff versus glazen tebow mm-hmm. so both these guys were in the ufc before uh glazen he i believe he's 39 years old he's yes he's still winning including a split decision win over uh rory rory mcdonald which hurt obviously yeah. but magomed's the younger and more well-rounded fighter so i'm gonna go with him i'll say he gets a ko in round two
0: okay all right round two i'll let you keep going because i do not know anything about the preliminary cards i took notes right. for the main one so all two right. more. Right?
1: ufc vet jeremy stevens is fighting nathan oh. shoot yep so uh i'm rooting for stevens but it's tough to favor him after the last few years i think he's lost like five out of his last six or something like that and one was a draw because of an eye poke against yair or something like that so i'm gonna say it's a close fight but he'll lose by decision
0: i saw jeremy stevens live at ufc 189 fight dennis Bermudez in a fight that at one point he was losing he came back with a flying knee probably would have been a fight of the night for him on any other card but of course, that was the infamous Rory McDonald, Robbie Lawler oh, fight, yeah. where it was like the fight of the century. And you had Conor McGregor taking a fight with Chad Mendes, who took it on short notice, and Conor had to make a comeback fight, too. So amazing. What a great fight.
1: card that was.
0: Yeah, that's one of the all-time great cards.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right, we'll move on. Last fight prelim fight i want to talk about yeah (laughs) so shaman marais is fighting marlon marais so uh this is marlon's first fight back in pfl shaman has only lost to the top guys and he actually has a loss versus marlon in world series of fighting pfl's predecessor back in 2015, but recently he has a much better record than Marlon because Marlon's been KO'd in five of his last six fights. He got a bullshit victory over Jose Aldo, so really he should be 0-6 in his last six. Oh yeah,
0: I like Marlon, though. I hope he can come back. All
1: super tough guys he fought, too. All super, super tough guys, but I think that those KOs have probably taken a toll on him at this point, and I think he'll get KO'd again. I'll say round three, so Shaman's going to get the win in round three
0: round three that should we got a main card i believe yeah all right let's move on
1: so we're, we're gonna see a lot of title fights here omari akhmedov versus rob wilkinson you got thoughts on this one
0: yeah Omari is 24 and 7 he's got 8 KOs, 7 subs 9 decisions well-rounded and then wilkinson 16 and 2 8 ko 7 subs one decision also well-rounded this should be a good competitive fight, based on the stuff I've seen. I like Armari Akhmedov, but I'm gonna say it's probably by decision.
1: Yeah, this is a tough one. Uh, I really think that Rob Razor Rob, as his nickname is, mm-hmm. I, I really think that he's super dangerous. Uh, he had some fights in the UFC as well. Didn't didn't go the best. He got KO'd by. Izzy, but I think he's super dangerous. I think at this level I see him uh getting the win actually over Omari. So I- I'm gonna say it's pretty quick too, because he likes to finish quickly. So I'll say around one KO. All right. All right. We'll move on to Delano Taylor versus Sabado Sai. Probably
0: Sabado but- <laughs> is twelve and six. He's got six KOs, six decisions. Taylor is 10-2, three KOs, two subs, five decisions. I'm not as familiar with both these guys. You know, just looking at some of the stuff I've seen with both of them, I think I like Galano again. I'm not trying to bore people here, but I feel like it's going to probably be another decision, but we'll see. Like, if you look at Sadabal here, I don't how to say his nice name, but he's six KOs and six decisions. So both these guys like to go decision sometimes. So <laughs> I think you got a decision.
1: Both these guys also beat Rory. So best case scenario, we get a double KO. They both <laughs> get knocked out for me. That probably won't happen, obviously. So I'm going to go with Sadabo by decision. I, I think, yeah, like you said, both guys go to decision. I'm going to say Sadabo is able to withstand any power that taylor has and wins a close decision and so we go on him. to a fight i'm actually excited for on this yes card. stephen ray versus oliver Olivier Obam mercier i almost forgot how to say his name olivier olivier Obama mercier
0: mercier yes the canadian lightweight title yes canadian gangster 16-5 former ufc competitor one ko eight subs seven decisions He's one of those guys he's tough to put away. Like, he's definitely gone to decision quite a bit. Stephen Ray, Braveheart, 25 and 10, 6 KOs, 9 subs, 10 decisions. I consider him a little bit more of an exciting fighter, with Mercier a little bit more technical, I would say. But that's not to say Stephen Ray is well-rounded. Definitely pull off a submission.
1: Twister recently right. on Showtime. Pettis. Pettis, yes. So. All but, his respect uh, for Twister.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's why I said I think he's a little bit more of the exciting fighter. That being said... <laughs> Sorry, PFL fans. I got another decision, <laughs> and I'm going to go with Mercier by decision here.
1: Yeah, so I'm this
0: one, one, I like Mercier, but uh, Stephen Ray is a fun fighter, and I like to see him get the
1: W. Yeah, he's definitely the more exciting fighter, for sure. The This is a matchup of two great grapplers, I would say. Mercier is more of the wrestler, so, he, you know, he controls his opponents. That's how he gets wins. That's why he has so many decisions. Stephen Ray is... More of a jujitsu guy and get submissions. I and mean, he has a lot of decisions too, but you know he'll go for the finishes more. So they're both grapplers. So I hope we don't get a really shitty striking match. Mm-hmm. Very possible. I hope not. But uh, I'm also gonna go with uh, OAM with a close decision win. Okay. All right. So we're we on to to ISO or so We're looking at uh, yes, this sir. person's fight: Julia Bud versus Aspen Lad. This is Aspen Lad pfl debut
0: absolutely aspen lad nine and three six ko's two subs one decision julia bud the jewel 16 and four six ko's one sub nine decisions julia bud's been around a little bit longer plenty of experience lad to me is interesting here because i feel like she's more of the prospect she's an exciting fighter i I like aspen lad a lot But she's coming in this after leaving the UFC, having some weight issues. And I kind of wonder where her head's at. Whereas Julia Budd is a veteran. She's been through all of this. So, like, I I expect her to be always ready. I want to root for Lad. I want to pick Lad. Part of me tells me if Lad shows up motivated... This is her fight to win, and this is going to be a great showcase for fight for her. But there's a lot of X factors in that. So without knowing everything, I'm going to go with good old reliable Julia Bud, and I'm going to say that I hate to say it, I don't think this is going to be a decision. I think Bud's going to get the finish. I'm a little concerned about Lad coming into this fight based off her of prior issues with weight, and I just want to see something before I change my mind
1: funny we're uh more opposed on this card than we are on <laughs> almost any usc card for sure so yeah. uh, it's it's just interesting so uh yeah i think julia Bud is amazing uh she's a great fighter but she's 39 years old so eventually right. that's gonna catch up with her this fight is at featherweight so that's a um, right. you know the, now, that being said, Aspen Ladd has still had weight issues when she's right. moved up. So she that doesn't necessarily mean she's guaranteed to make weight, and this is going to be super easy for her. So I, I think Aspen's ready to restart her career. I I would assume you know being cut from the USC is a huge wake-up call for her. I'm hoping it is, and I think she's going to get it done. I'll say round two TK over Julia Budd, and that sets her career on fire.
0: I hope you're right. I hope, right. Right. I, I, can see I,
1: hope I am too. For the future. Yeah, All right, we'll move on to uh Ante De Gea De versus Walk Matthias. Yeah, the De- Yeah, La- I'm sorry. Matthias Sheffel. This yes, is a heavyweight title fight.
0: Yes. Matthias is 12 KOs. He's 17 and 8. 12 KOs, 5 decisions. Walk in trouble is 22 and 5. 10 KOs, 6 sub 6 decisions. Seems to be a little more well-rounded of the two. I'll go with Mr. Walk in trouble here. But I will say this is not a fight. I'm terribly familiar with PFL heavyweights. So I'll say he gets it done like any good old heavyweight. Round two, TKO.
1: So Ante already TKO'd Matthias earlier this year in April. But it's heavyweight, so anyone can get caught. Of Um, course. I'll say Matthias gets the TKO this time. I'll say round three. They kind of feel each other out. He wants to stay safe. Not get knocked out again, and he ends up catching him in round three.
0: I love that we're going up against each other so much here. All right, let's hear this next card here. All right, this is my favorite fight on oh, the card. Let's, let's, sure. let's here real quick, just because right, I have my money on Julia Bud. Julia Bud is stronger, faster, longer, tall, Aspen led, ground and pound, fought Uh, fought against were cans. Interesting. So he's kind of uh, Julia I'm,
1: Bud, yeah. she's not fighting cans then? I, well, okay, the so
0: that's because Julia Bud's fought a lot of people, right? But we, we will admit, Julia Blood has fought probably the more, especially at featherweight, you know, stiffer competition. She's been in there with Cyborg. Yeah, so. what happened? <laughs> i'm very well aware of what happened yeah. but she, she fought like an all right fight i don't think she was just laid out if i remember correctly i'd have to go back oh, she good. was she laid out. survived of good job all right we'll see what happens yeah, we'll
1: see. We'll <laughs> see. it's very possible i wouldn't i wouldn't be upset if julia Bud won she is she is yeah. also so we'll see
0: yeah i will see well, he <laughs> he's uh, i love this guy so i was at 145 when she fought against too she got dumped on so we'll see we'll see what happens I, I, again i i think lad's got potential i just we haven't seen it yet so we'll have to see i'm just
1: banking on her being an a different headspace you know
0: right right I mean, which, which is maybe, where I, yeah which she, is why i was thinking. she was
1: kind of cruising through her career at that point i th- i'm hoping that being cut from the ufc is a big wake-up call she'll take her shit serious yeah and, and realizes that she has this potential and she needs to work for it so that's what I'm going with. We'll see. You know, if that doesn't happen, she continues to, you know, miss weight and all this. She's going to get demolished by lots of people.
0: Different, definitely a crossroads fights, but let's continue on. Next one. You were saying Bubba all Jenkins. Right, right I
1: in, yeah. Brendan locked My favorite fighter on the roster versus Bubba Jenkins for the featherweight title.
0: Bubba Jenkins. I'm a bad man. 19 and five, seven KOs, three submissions, nine decisions. Brendan is 24 and 4, 12 one sub, so 11 decisions. Mm, This is a good fight. I actually really like this fight a lot. I think we're going to agree on this one. Brendan here. And I think this one should be super competitive. I'll say he's going to get a submission, and it's going to be late in the fight. All
1: right, yeah. So Bubba's a great wrestler with power. But Brennan is the more technical Fighter and he has great great takedown Defense mm-hmm. obviously Brennan's my favorite fighter on the roster I'm a stand For him for sure uh, I see him getting a million dollars On this fight I bet both guys are going to Have moments in the fight but I, I think That Brennan stuns him in round Three I'll say he follows up in With a flurry and finishes TKO And then hopefully we see him in the UFC And you know maybe next year or whatever Hopefully I, he no, makes I, I, it over
0: Yeah I think he's a great competitor Yeah
1: all right, we'll move on to the main event. Kayla Harrison versus Larissa Paccio. Paccio.
0: Paccio. I, I don't even really want to go through these records. All right, here's the thing. This is the third fight I believe this is, these guys are fighting now? Uh,
1: yeah, possibly. I don't remember right. exactly. Yeah,
0: Harrison has beat her sound a couple of times now. This is what's going to happen. Harrison's going to wrestle her. She's going to beat her down, ground and pound her. And she's going to get the finish, probably by round three. I think this Larissa woman, she's 18-4. I'm pretty sure three of those four losses are already to Kayla Harrison. She's just not. But now, maybe this is four times the charm, but we'll see. All right, I just, Kayla Harrison all day. This is a mismatch. All right, I'm going with
1: Larissa via TKO round two. (laughs) I'm hoping that Kayla comes in. I'm a fan of Kayla Harrison, but at a certain point, you know, just gotta mix it up and see somebody else win. So I am hoping that she comes in a little overconfident and gets caught because it's MMA, so anyone could get caught. So why yeah. not Larissa? I hope it's her, you know, maybe let's, give her a little competition for next year.
0: Let's let's move on to the news with this PFL experiment. <laughs> it's not
1: gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, but, yes, no. uh, what's around the rig? So Francis Ngannou versus John Jones is being targeted for UFC two eighty-five in March. With uh, If Francis is still hurt um, or doesn't sign with the UFC, uh, then they're going to look at Curtis Blades. What do you think about those matchups?
0: John Jones, it's very interesting because uh, we don't know what Francis is going to be looking like coming off uh, a knee injury obviously and stuff too mm-hmm. but assuming Francis is healthy I've had to have Blades right all day if you're John Jones because Blades is a tough wrestler but Jones is strong and I think he can deal with wrestling you could argue that that might be a weakness for Francis even though we've seen Francis work on his takedown defense but I still want to say like you don't want to fight somebody with that kind of power you have to be like so sharp you have to be so ready all the time constantly um but I'm John. I'm hoping you get Curtis blades by the way, which none of these fights are a gimme for John Jones. He's never fought at heavyweight and you're fighting a, an elite wrestler who's naturally at this size, or you're fighting a guy who's one of the scariest knockout artists of all time. Always hard to bet against John Jones though, when you get right down to it. But if it does come down to it, I think Francis is going to knock out anybody, honestly. The Francis we saw before he went out with an injury, I don't know. Bad man. Right, I mean,
1: he won that fight against Serogon with wrestling, so yeah, yeah. but Jon Jones, different animal. I would argue that actually Francis is the easier matchup for Jon Jones because he's going to use his wrestling at heavyweight for sure, and and he does get hit, um, which obviously if he gets hit by Francis, he'll go to sleep just like everyone else, but Um, He he has a pretty great fight IQ As much as I dislike the guy He has a great fight IQ He knows what it takes to win Win rounds, win a fight Um, And uh, I think he would respect Francis And he would come in ready for that fight And he would take him down I mean, he took down D.C multiple times he can certainly take down francis so um i hope we get that fight though it's a fight i'm interested in especially since john jones could get flatlined and that's what we all want to see for sure um (laughs) but with that being said if he fights curtis blades that's not an easy fight either curtis is very powerful he has great wrestling so um if he gets on top of john john uh, with those elbows and his power he could really hurt him but it's an interesting matchup for sure we'll see it's a little ways off. You know, we could still get the steep a fight possibly, although the UFC says they're not targeting it. That may be some sort of contract dispute that they're having since there seems to be something going on between the UFC and steep a. So I-, I would prefer to see that fight over all of them, honestly, for John's first fight, at heavyweight All right, move on to a different heavyweight. Kane Velasquez is allowed to wrestle for Lucha Libre on December 3rd. This is wild. Mail.
0: Yeah, this is wild. I'm very sympathetic towards Kane and uh, everything happening. Uh, uh, you know i can only imagine so it's always a tough thing to even talk about but it's very weird that regardless of how sympathetic i am or feel for this man that somebody that is up for uh, an attempted murder charge could just go out and do a pro wrestling event it's very strange that being said i wish kane all the luck and uh, i hope him and his family get through this and uh, I'll keep an eye on him as far as his pro wrestling goes.
1: What kind of reception do you think he's going to get from the fan?
0: Cheered. He's going to he's going to be fucking totally cheered. One, it's a Triple A audience, so it's Lucha Libre. Kane is huge Mexican in heritage. Mexican heritage. Yeah. yeah. And then the fact is we're not talking about a normal like attempted murder charge. We're talking about somebody who's trying to avenge his family. Right. Arguably justified. Yeah. This is like, it's come on. Like, it's no way. Like, he's going to get cheered like a crazy.
1: Right. I'm rooting for him. Let's go, Kane. Let's go. All right. Last piece of news Fedor has set his retirement fight after or he said his retirement after this february title fight for the heavyweight title against ryan bader in bellator
0: yeah love me some bellator but if you want to look at the difference of like heavyweight divisions like this is it right here like we're talking about ryan bader former lightweight light heavyweight contender at ufc taking on a much older Fedor for the heavyweight title now that being said fun fight interesting i feel like bader has a little too much speed for fedor at this point so i think that's gonna be the difference but boy it'd be kind of fun if fedor clipped him huh <laughs> took the title and it went out although it is the last fight so like then the Ultra has no heavyweight champion at that point too so right. but they've never really had much of a heavyweight division it seems no, like so no it doesn't also, matter though
1: do. ryan bader's gonna yeah. wrestle fuck him and yeah win the fight anyway so
0: yeah you're probably right so you got bader winning too then
1: yeah i bet cool. uh you know, he might even finish him on the ground at this he point, might. you know, with Fedor's age. in his prime, he would get Mollywop by Fedor. Yeah. Yeah, you know, but he might not now. he
0: might be too quick even too, like with hands. Bader might actually be able to catch him. So, but we'll see right what now. happens.
1: I assume he catches him and then shoots immediately and takes him down. So
0: yeah. 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 All right. Well, we got Ryan Bader all day.
1: Shout out to SO for, uh, contributing in the comments. Appreciate it for sure. Glad you're watching the show.
0: Yeah. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. I always like, uh, some opinions, whether we agree or disagree. So
1: hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: All right. So we got coming up.
1: All right. December 3rd, we'll be previewing USC fight night, Thompson versus Holland. Excellent fight. December 10th, Big UFC card, UFC 282, Prochaska versus Teixeira 2. And then later on in the month, December 17th, UFC Fight Night, Cannoneer versus Strickland. All right. And then 24th,
0: that's Christmas Eve, right? Right. So we might take that one off or...
1: There's One not really any fights going on. Working yeah. on some uh, on a new intro for you, so maybe we'll uh, we'll have that all set for you end of December or beginning of January. Yeah. we'll have a
0: we'll have a best of at some point too. Maybe that'll be in the beginning of January or something. So, right. But our favorites. All right. Well, that's it for this week's guys. Thanks you for all tuning in, and we'll see you at the fights.